All right. We're back. Once again, your lovely host, the lovely, the wonderful Victoria Logan and myself. We are here to expound and go deeper in revelation, in knowledge, in insight, in analytics, in data, in statistics. You didn't give your your intro. We're back. Who was that? We're back. It's your boy. Your host. (laughs) Not that intro. I don't don't even remember. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Cam. I'm back here with my lovely wife, Vicky. And we are here, (laughs) your host for the Everything Is We podcast. I was trying to switch it up because last time, like, you knew exactly what I was going to say. So I was just trying to, you know what I'm saying, switch it up. I mean, you gay. I was trying to flip the switch. You want to open up in song and (laughs) A and B selection? Come on, let us bow our heads. Father God, we ask that you just Father! Allow the people to be open. It was Resurrection Sunday this weekend. Come on, you got to use your preacher voice. And we are back. And the Lord said. I don't have a good preacher voice. Honestly, I can't do it. Mm Mm-mm. Because when God Oh my god, you just destroyed somebody's ears. <laughs> okay, anyways, I'm sorry. Hey guys, what's up? We're back. So today we are going to be topic topic. We're gonna to be talking um about a topic we've already touched on, but I wanted to piggyback on it. Um I think the inspo came from the last podcast we were talking about happiness chemical, um, serotonin. Sarah, sister serotonin, sister serotonin, um, and because I'm such a nerd and I love science, even though I, I mean, I didn't go to school for this or anything. I just love science in general. Because I'm a scientist. I'm a scientist. Well, I do love science. It was one of my better subjects that I was in good at in school. Um, and I love facts. I love the human body. I love studying about those things. I mean, not really studying, more like Googling, but I know stuff about it and I'd be like not knowing that I know it until I know it. And I'd be like, wow, I know that. So um, the happiness chemical thing, serotonin, brought up some of my studies that I've done about oxytocin, which is the love, what they call the love hormone um, that is released in your brain. It creates, this hormone creates sexual desire, but it also is very prevalent in women um, during childbirth and pregnancy and things like that. So it's very important for bonding. It's an emotionally bonding reaction that goes off in your brain. Um, Where grandson and granddad will bond. Why do you keep saying that? You don't, nobody knows that commercial. You don't know that commercial. I don't it's know so, what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play it for you. Oh, my goodness. Um, that reaction is important. Um, and I really wanted to talk about that because I feel like we touched on sex before. We touched on like um purity virginity um feelings when you're in marriage and how to create intimacy and things like that but we didn't really talk about like what the sex actually does for your marriage and why it's so important i mean we talked about why it's important but not really so i really wanted to get more in depth on that because i feel like that'll really help you guys and maybe if you're not married to help you understand why you should be in a strong healthy relationship when you are having sex with someone a relationship that's going to last preferably one where you're married because that way you have a foundation to grow this emotional bond with that person. Yeah, so. let's get into it. So so I believe the various people 
conferences, experiences that I've come in contact with. And I ain't trying to, I don't want someone to see this and be like, is he talking about me or, you know what I'm saying? Cause, but I'm not talking about you, but if you, <laughs> if you feel like I'm talking about you, I'm not, I promise you. But I'm just, I'm just saying like, I've, we've been to marriage, uh, um, mm-hmm. we've been to marriage retreats, retreats. Yeah. and we've been in breakout groups. Mm-hmm. You know, the women are in their breakout groups. The, the men are in their breakout groups. And, you know, obviously I don't necessarily know the extent of what the women talk about. I just oh, know God. what the men talk about. And be a, a lot. lot of, a lot of times what happens is there are men who are married because we're at a marriage retreat and they aren't getting sex from their, their wife. Mm-hmm. And then they talk about the emotional disconnection, the intimacy that's not there, the, the relationship that's taking a toll and it's like, man, I'm, you know, and, and we will come back together with the groups or whatever, whatever. And we'll hear both sides and there, you know, there's a mediator, uh, the pastors and they'll, they'll talk about, okay, this is what the women said. This is what the men said. Okay. Women, what questions y'all have? We'll answer the men will, uh, the, the mediator, the pastor will answer on behalf of the men and, you know, be as, as objective as he possibly can. And then vice versa. And so uh, what happens is in various instances, there are a large number of women who are okay with 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 thinking that it's okay to not have sex with your husband. And expect the relationship to still be tight. Having this discussion kind of sparked some things in Vicky, like she talked about. And then, you know, her, uh, uh, you know, super smart brain started working and going <laughs> going and we started saying different things and then it started triggering uh uh other other solutions and other things that she wanted to research and look up so she didn't sound ignorant think that she was just making stuff up and i totally agree that it's sex is such an important part of marriage yeah because even as we talked about contracts you know a couple podcasts ago uh uh you know, in various contracts, it's like, okay, you have to do certain things, certain, a num- certain number of times in order for the contract to be fulfilled. Right. Or, and, and in a covenant, there are things that you just want to do because you're in covenant. A covenant isn't necessarily black and white to where you, uh, you have to do this and you have to do this. And, and it's not so choppy and so yeah. Uh, cold. It's a decision. You make it. You do yeah, it because you, you, you make be, because out of the kindness of your heart, because you're in covenant, because I love you, this is what I'm going to do to express my love to you. And a lot of times uh, uh, various and I'm not even just putting it on, on men because I'm sure that there are some women out there who are like, man, you know, I'll be wanting to have sex with my husband and he don't, you know, he don't be wanting to do it. And it's like you're you're totally missing a huge part of the marriage yeah. in the Bible days. You wasn't married until you had sex. Yeah. You and have to consummate the marriage. It's a covenant. It's a covenant. There is an exchange that happens. And that's when we talked about in the, in the sex video, there is an exchange that happens when you are out here giving your body to just anybody. Yeah. And then that's when the, the soul ties conversation comes in and, and, you know, being connected to people and, and well, having folk spirits and things of that sort. So I'll let you And that's ahead. why I wanted to talk about oxytocin and, and 
in particular, um, because we talk about soul ties as a spiritual thing, but there's actually a physical thing that happens when you engage in any, I want to clarify this because I said this in the comments on the first video we had, and I wanted to clarify. When you have any sexual activity with, with someone and you orgasm, you release oxytocin in your brain, okay? It's a hormone, it is a bonding chemical. It does not matter if he had entered in you or he was just around there, or if he was, I don't have to get graphic. You know what I'm talking about. There are different things you can do as sexual acts. Any sexual act, period, period, that makes you feel a way, okay, you are creating a bonding, emotionally bonding experience. Oxytocin right. is an emotional bond that happens when it's released in your brain, okay? So while you do have the spiritual side of things, obviously you created a spiritual connection with this person when you released yourself to them and vice versa. You also did that physically. So your brain is creating an emotional bond. It is so important to continue doing that when you're married because it continues to reinforce the emotional connection that we already have physically. And if that's not happening, then your bond starts weakening and then you lose a part of the relationship that you need to continue to be connected physically. Like you start losing interest in that person. You look at them differently when you're not getting that from them. And then you start looking for that bond somewhere else. It's interesting not to cut you off. It's interesting that you say that because this analogy just came to my mind. Y'all know I love analogies. It's like, okay, at the beginning of the year, I'm, I'm telling on myself now at the beginning of the year, we made a quest that we're going to, that we were going to read the a Bible quest. It was a quest. It's, it's, a, it's yes, an expedition. It's an expedition. To read the Bible, the entire Bible in a year. Okay? Printed out plans. I mean, very thorough. Very thorough. I mean, the first couple of weeks, we was on fire. I mean, coming down, I mean, me and Vicky was coming downstairs. Man, this is the did revelation you, I got. Man, I this is what I got. Oh, my God. <laughs> did you see this? Did you know? You know what I'm saying? And as, as life goes on, as... You know, we skip a day. Okay, man, maybe we got we got to get back. Oh, we got to get back on I track. I missed a day, but it's okay. Then you miss two days. Then you miss three days. And it's been a week, but and, it's okay. And then the days get longer and longer on your quest to to speak to, stick to this particular plan. Now, I still read the Bible, I still pray all the time. But in this particular journey, this mm -hmm. particular plan, right. right? When you miss several days, it be it gets easier to continue missing the longer you go without getting back on track with the plan. I know I missed, but man, I was busy. And I and then you start making excuses for why you missed. Yeah. And I believe it could be the same way. That's why I, I love that that you really, really emphasize date night and like mm -hmm we both have a good and great understanding that like we need our it's date nights be, and it's intentional. Like we block off the time, even if we can't do it on our typical Fridays, like, no, okay, it's going to be Saturday. Or if we're fasting, it's like, no, okay, well Sunday after church, when the fast over, like we, we, we got to go kick it. Like yeah. just, you know, just me and you, because it, it creates the atmosphere, not 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 to sound churchy and deep, but it literally creates no, the atmosphere but for us to to share intimacy with each other. That's that's outside of sex. Then because we made the time to spend time with each other, 
non-sexually, it opens the door well, for well, for us to be sexually intimate. Yes. And I was when I was looking up my notes for oxytocin, it there are other things you can do to have that oxytocin release. It's not just sexual. Like obviously I was talking about how it happens when you for pregnant women and things like that. But when you think about it, like when a when a woman has a baby, they what are, what's the first thing they do? Skin to skin contact, right? Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, you start talking to the baby. Like you you nurture it and you give it the attention that it needs so that you can bond with it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with my relationship with you. Like if I if I want us to have a good sex life, I know I have to be affectionate towards you. We have to spend time together. I have to touch you. You have to like, you know, we got to kiss. We got to hug. All of those things, holding each other, that that builds up oxytocin. Absolutely. So when you do get to the actual sex, it's better because you already have oxytocin built up. So then the release is stronger because you have those feelings already built up. You can't Our bodies just start. are so awesome. They, God is so incredible. It, it's crazy. It's There's amazing. There's so many things that we I neglect. Love and we just we just blame it on you know this is this yeah. is, no 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 your bodies were literally the world didn't just blow up the cosmic it's forces very didn't just crash and all of this stuff like have you ever dropped a piece of glass on the ground everything was just shattered didn't nothing beautiful come from that but i really feel like that is so important for us to understand why any like not anything but i mean everything we do could be a part of our sex life. That just that like, literally just blew my mind. Like it 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 creates That's a crazy. a storyline, if you will. You know what I mean? You don't just start at the last chapter like, all right, let's do it. You know what I mean? There's some buildup that has to happen there. There has to be a in order for it to be a true <laughs> I'm sorry. I gotta do it. In order for there to be a true climax, you have to have the story before that, like when you're watching a movie, if there's no storyline before somebody gets shot, you don't know why they got shot. You need to know why so, so it can make sense so you can actually feel what's going on. There has to be some feeling behind it. That's what the relationship does. Same thing with like a happiness chemical in your brain. Like you can't, the serotonin, you can't have happiness if there are other things blocking it, right? So the oxytocin won't be as strong. It won't be built up as much if you're stressed, if you're in pain, if you're struggling with something, if you're depressed, if you're anxious, any of those things can kind of like throw off the ability for you to have a true emotional connection with someone because you're so focused on something else. So if there's something going wrong in the relationship, like if you're doing something that I don't like, it weakens the ability for my oxytocin to activate. I can't feel emotionally what's going on if I'm distracted by something else that you did, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why when we go to these marriage retreats, some women will say, well, I'm not giving him none because he ain't do this, he ain't do this, he ain't do this, he ain't do this. I don't feel secure. I don't feel like he truly cares about what I'm saying. He doesn't listen to me. He doesn't blah, blah, blah. So then all of that pain and stress is throwing off their ability to have that connection, that emotional bond. So even if they do go on a date, she's not thinking about how much she enjoys being around her husband because she irritated. Right. Because women are carriers. And, yes. And, and they're you guys carrying are gonna, all that. Not that. Not that you guys are unforgiving or hold grudges, but it's the simple fact that like, man, like you really did that. 
and like you're constantly yeah so we're thinking about that. Think, like we yeah, feel, you're we thinking feel about those it. things. We feel those things. And so then it makes it hard for us to feel something else if we're, if we're feeling something already. That is why it's so important for, uh, for us to communicate, to understand one another, to express our feelings and emotions like we've talked about in the past episodes. Expressing, each, expressing your concerns to one another, trusting each other, building that trust, building that foundation. So when we do want to have sex, we're not worried about all of the other things that are going on or we're not stressed about something that we did to one another, whatever there's, there's like common ground there so that we can continue to build that emotional bond through the sex. Mm-hmm. Keep going. <laughs> Our bodies are always letting us know what we need. Mm-hmm. Don't ignore the signs that your body is telling you. Now, if you ain't married and your body is telling you that you need sex, that's the devil. Okay. <laughs> you need to- <laughs> I mean, but okay. <laughs> Yes. You need to you need to just go ahead, turn around. I know he fine, I know she fine. But but uh, uh But I uh, think what it's did he important. say? He said you are cute, but not cute enough for my salvation. <laughs> but I think it's important for people even if you're not married, it's important for you to understand this because then it'll make sense to you why you should be in a strong, healthy relationship, preferably married. You should be married. When you're, when you're engaging in sexual activity, any kind of sexual activity, because you're, you're creating an emotional bond, you're creating an emotional bond, you are making a covenant, you're swapping DNA in the physical world when you are creating a soul tie or whatever. Basically what's happening is you're making a covenant, right? So in the Bible days, there were covenants made. We know this. Jesus shedding his blood for us was a blood sacrifice. It was a covenant. That is how you seal a covenant with, with blood, right? God was, told Abraham to kill Isaac. It was going to be a, as a covenant, but instead he used a ram. He still had to kill something in order for the covenant to be activated because there had to be some type of bloodshed. Mm-hmm. That's what they used to do. Before Jesus, that's what they used to do. They used to kill an animal or something use the blood as the sacrifice, right? Today, there are still covenants being made. Now, I don't want this podcast to be taken down, so I'm not going to address all of them. But y'all know what I'm talking about. It's some, some people who have lots of power, who mm. do things mm. to get that power. Mm. They make covenants. They shed blood of whatever, whoever. I don't, I'm not going to go into specifics. In my conspiracy theories class, they talked about secret societies and, you know, their blood oaths and blood sacrifices. When you were a kid, remember what you used to do with your, you probably didn't do this, but I knew people who used to do this. They'd be like, ooh, if you cut yourself and I cut myself and we put our blood no, together, never did we can be sisters or whatever. Never did I that. never did that because I knew something was wrong with it. But the never idea of swapping blood, what swapping in the what? Or people like, when you say, when you say, like some people would promise, I think this was a pink people thing. <laughs> but they was they would like make a promise they would spit in their hand and shake yeah, on it that's also disgusting it's disgusting Never but did that. It, it's an example of why people use blood fluid you know to make covenants like because that is my dna with your dna connecting that means that there's a promise made that's basically what it is mm-hmm. right there's a promise made there's a covenant made there's a bond made right so when sexual acts are performed you're making a covenant. That's why, you know, these secret societies and things 
<laughs> in, in my conspiracy theories class that I learned about, they'll sometimes do sexual acts and stuff as a covenant. Yeah, some of y'all in fraternities. And oh my God, no, too. don't do it. I didn't want to go there. Oops. I didn't want to go there. Even they, they've trained us at an early age. I pledge allegiance to the flag. You make a pledge. To the United States of America. And we said this every single day mm-hmm. in school. And so then you're training your brain. To make covenants. And anything that you're going to be a part of in a, in a very serious manner. You make a sacrifice for there it. There is a sacrifice and a covenant made. Yes. So when you're having sex with someone, you're sacrificing your body, right? When there is fluid exchanged between two people, <laughs> whether that fluid is going <laughs> you know where or in your mouth or wherever, if there is fluid being exchanged, there is a bond being made. There's oxytocin being released in your brain, but also your DNA and my DNA are swapping. We your are creating DNA. We are creating your a bond. DNA is so powerful. Very my powerful. doctor I just did a spit sample. Mm-hmm. A spit sample. A and spit she was sample. able to tell me all of the things right and wrong with me. Yep, your whole body. And then when I all visited her in person, we were able to validate and verify all of the things that she got from my spit sample. Spit. 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 Not even blood. We ain't even did a blood test no. yet. Mm-mm. This is spit. Spit sample. Your hair has DNA. All of Anything on your body has DNA. If we're Skin. Co- dust. When you live with somebody, you are continuing to swap each other's DNA. You're breathing in the same air that they breathe in. You're breathing in their follicles, their hair, their de- their skin, their dust. You're breathing. Around it yeah, you, y'all walking around. And it's, I mean. Do you know how much of your DNA is in your bed? Like, it's actually disgusting. There's pounds and pounds of your skin cells in your mattress. No, but seriously, though, like. When you, are, when you are engaging in any kind of sexual activity, like I said, you are, you are engaging in, in, in a covenant. You're making a covenant with that person. You're, you're creating an emotional bond, but you're also like physically making a covenant with them. You're swapping blood. Semen is blood. So if that at, comes in contact with, with any part of my body. No, comes in contact. <laughs> <laughs> I now have received his blood. So then now... We have a spiritual bond, a physical bond. You can't just be like, okay, well, I actually don't have no ties to you, so we can be done now. Like, there's still going to be emotional connection. Yeah, once you've exchanged and DNA. And physical connection. That's just, you, you're, you're, no pun intended, you're in too deep. <laughs> God created it for it to be a good thing. I'm not saying this, this is a bad thing for us to swap DNA. This is an actual, it's an amazing thing. It's a really Good thing for two people who are in a in a long term marriage. marriage. That's just that's just the word. That's it is it, it is so marriage. important for that swapping to happen. It's very important because it makes us one. It binds us it together. Continually binds us. It, it continually brings us together. Continually, continu- but you have continually, to continue. continually, continually, like continually. It's why we take communion. Why do we take communion? You don't want to talk about it. No, I want you to explain You it. don't want talking about it. I got it. a revelation, but I want you to explain You don't it. want talking about it. <laughs> why, this is why we take communion. We continue to take communion all the time. Why? Because we're reminding ourselves of the covenant that we have with Jesus. Obviously, Jesus is not here physically in front of us, but the, the little cracker and the little juice wine or whatever is a physical representation 
of his blood that he shed for us, the covenant that he made. We have to continue to reinforce. Do this in remembrance of In me. remembrance. Obviously, it we can't see It is a symbolic. It is not his literal it's a, blood. No, it's not literal, literal blood. Uh, it's symbolic. Uh, body. But because it my is husband symbolic. is not, because my husband is not omnipresent, he is not, he didn't die and, and, and rise from the grave and he not in the sky somewhere. You know what I'm saying? He's physically here. So when we renew our covenant. <laughs> she has to give me her body. That's in the Bible. I started to bring the Bible out again today, but I think it was too much for y'all last time. So I didn't bring it out. <laughs> but the Bible literally says when we, when I you become him. one, my body is not my own. Neither is mine. Her body is not her own. We belong to each other. We belong together. It's literally the song that popped in my head as well. We belong to each other. So even I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say it on both parts, men and women. You cannot refuse to have sex with your spouse because you're literally saying that you own your body and you don't. I know we don't like this kind of talking. I know this sounds uh, uh, barbaic and, and archaic. The same sacrifice that, that we have to make. The Bible says, I present my body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to you, God. So I just like I can't do whatever I want, even though we do stuff that we want to do with our bodies all the time. We do. But I can't just do whatever I want and not include my wife or let my wife know or, you know, it just it just don't work if, and have a healthy marriage. Right. I, I can do it. You can do it. But if I want to have a healthy and successful marriage, I'm not going to do that because that is setting myself up for failure. And a lot of us have set ourselves up for failure and we've allowed this new age theology and the way that the culture has defined sex and success and relationships. We have uh, totally uh, thrown away all of the right standing, upstanding morals that we've had because they seem old and and behind the times yeah that's important though it's important to understand that because then you don't make decisions based on just how you feel like i can't be selfish this is why it's so important to not um do things outside of your marriage this is why it's important to not be well he don't want it so i'm gonna just watch a little porn on the side and get this on myself on the side you know what i'm saying because what happens is you create a bond outside of your marriage with yourself where you know what you like. So you can obviously satisfy yourself. That's not a problem, but then it makes it harder for him to satisfy me if I'm doing that because like, I'm not expressing to him what I need. So then there becomes a barrier there. There's a wall there. Now my mind can't associate like what I really like and what I really want with him. It associates with what I'm, what I can do myself, if that makes sense. So then like that bond is not being reinforced. So it continues to weaken. And so then I stop going to him for what I actually need. And I go elsewhere, which is a problem because like you have to have something to, to be stimulated. Right. So you got to watch something or, you know what I mean? Like it ain't just like you just out the blue, you know what I'm saying? You're getting that from somewhere else, somewhere in your brain, something else you're being exposed to is causing you to feel things. And now you're putting other images, other things. Yes, that's and, why then it, and that's how it becomes so easy to cheat. Yep. It becomes so easy to outsource sexual pleasure 
because you're not getting that from the person that's designed to give that to you. So now you have to go elsewhere to get it. Yep. And it doesn't matter who or what you get it from. You're creating a bond with that. Mm -hmm. You can create a bond with people that you watch on your screen. That can absolutely happen. If you are releasing fluid, you're creating a bond. It doesn't matter. It don't matter what it is. Our brains, our brains are so smart. We have memory banks. So like, if you know what you like, your brain is always going to source back to that. So even if like, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. Now I'm going to just solely give this to my husband. Now in my brain, when I'm with him, I, I will be thinking about everything else that used to get me to that point. You know, it's like when you have sex with people before marriage, like sometimes if you have an emotional bond with them, they're going to just pop up in your head sometimes. Because you have memory of that. You can't yes. erase your memories. Yes. So then you end up laying in the bed with your spouse long thinking lasting, about somebody long else. Long-lasting, long-standing connections. And that's why we have to have our minds renewed every day. Every day. That's also why we have to, as the Bible says, cast down evil thoughts and imaginations. Because those thoughts stick. They stick like glue. Your memories are comprised of images. Images create imaginations yep and that's why it's important that we monitor our gates what we exactly what we see what we hear what we think yep. what we say what we do what we smell i mean you could hear a song and it take you back to that time, time you were sitting in the back of the car and you didn't want to do it and i mean all the time i mean i mean smells can tell i mean i smelled something the other day and i was right back at preschool and i was like what? oh man yep. like you can smell certain Your things. You can see certain powerful. things. You can see a piece of candy and think about middle school. You can see, you know, a, a jersey and think about. High, I mean, all of these things, all of these images that are constantly being put in our brains. We have to be mindful. We have to be mindful, and that's we have why to be careful. You boundaries be are so important. We talked about this in the first sex video. We've talked about this in other podcasts too. But boundaries are so important because they keep us while we're renewing our minds constantly and continuing to try to create those emotional bonds with the right person it those boundaries keep us from being deterred from creating that emotional bond right so i'll just use me an example i don't mind telling my own business i cam knows i can't watch certain stuff like certain movies or shows if they're extremely extremely sexually explicit i can't watch them because he knows my mind i have a very vivid imagination very very vivid i will remember every single thing that happened in that scene and, and have while, a dream about and it. And have a dream about it. Where I go to sleep and don't dream about a thing. Or I'll, I'll think about it. Like, if, if it's sexual, I, it might pop up in my head while we having sex. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> like, I don't. But my brain is so strong that it'll do that. And I know that. So I protect myself. That's why I sit in the house in the quiet all day. I don't watch TV like that. I don't really watch. If I watch movies, it's got to just be, like, superheroes and stuff. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, and, and 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 for you saying that, not to think I got her in the house, she and she in bondage no, and all that stuff. No, this is a decision no, that I her. made. Okay, let's, he can let's watch. Be clear. He watches it without let's me. Like, be very like clear, y'all I favorite can see show. Some of y'all typing in the comments now. See, I already knew he was a controlling little light skinned dude. I couldn't stand him. <laughs> no, put your phone no, down. This is a personal decision I made because I used to be addicted to porn. So this is a personal decision that I made myself. Because I know myself, okay? I know myself. I will not watch certain things. So Cam, he'll, he can watch Insecure. He can watch that all day. I, I can't, personally. Because if you watch Insecure, you know 
it goes down. Or power. Or power. Or, you know, or anything how to get away with murder. Yeah, or and people scandal, think I'm childish. All of that stuff. People think I'm childish because I can't watch stuff that's like sexually explicit like that. But I just can't because those images will play in my head Who over and over again. I don't know. People, I'm just saying that it it may sound childish to but you. But you said it like like you knew like there were specific people in mind. Uh, no, I hear comments in my head when I say oh, certain okay. things. So if if you thought I, it was childish, I think it's wisdom. It's smart. I, think it's, I know I myself. Think, yes, I know myself. I was about to say. I think it's great that you know and yourself to that a, extent. I want to have a strong sex. Because some people don't you. know themselves. Even as I was taking Gigi out, and I was like, I started. There was several people that popped up in my head, even as the the post that I just made on Instagram that's creating all kinds of havoc, and I love it. Um, you woke up and chose violence. Is what happened. I love it. Uh, there are people that continue to make. The decisions that they do. I'm not even gonna say if they're good or bad. They continue to make the decisions that they do is because they don't really know who they are. Mm -hmm. They don't really know themselves. There are things in your life. There's things in my life where somebody told us. Of course. Cam, don't do that. Cam, if you do this over a certain period of time, this is gonna happen. And and I'm like, nah, that ain't gonna. And I did it anyway. And then I experienced it. And now I'm sorry. You have to know yourself. You have to really, really know yourself. And you have to really, really have a desire to know who you are. And the only way to know who you are is to know who God is. Mm -hmm. I just ministered. I just preached. It's very important, though. And it's important to to know your spouse, too. That's why communication is so important. You got to communicate. You got to have intimacy. I'm giving you all the keys to how to get sex life, bro. I mean, I'm not going to say we're giving them all the keys. We're giving them some good ones. Some good ones. But I feel like these are the things that's what, because over time, obviously, we've had to grow together and learn one another. And our sex life has gotten better over time. Every year. And it's because we've allowed each other to be emotionally vulnerable with one another. But we also continue to reinforce that physical bond by being intentional about how we treat each other, about spending time together, understanding our love languages. Increasing those oxytocin levels. Like he, he realized at some point he, it clicked in his brain. Oh, I should touch Vicky more because she likes that. That works for her. That's what gets her going. She's a touchy person. She needs to be touched. So you start touching me more. That increased our intimacy. I realized, oh, shoot, Cam likes words. He likes for me to tell him things. He likes for me to open up to him emotionally. Those kind of things. So I gave that to him. That increased our intimacy you know what i'm saying that's how we learned oh we're increasing each other's oxytocin so that when we do get together boing boing the beautiful thing about all of this is it's not like it like just clicked overnight literally it took took time time. it took time it took it took some hard seasons Mm -hmm. in our lives it took some some very tough see both of us individually had to go through stuff right uh you know and and then we had to really learn man like i really gotta lean and trust in my wife i gotta lean on my wife i gotta confide in my wife and i can't confide in xyz or whoever 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 i gotta confide in the person who i I live with trust trust myself who i lay in the bed with who i sleep with who i share my space my intimate space my safe haven like your home is a safe haven when you at home you kick your feet up you have a set of rules you have boundaries you have a foundation you have you have things that you do that everybody doesn't get to see because it's your home and we have to do a better job of of protecting our safe haven Mm-hmm. And your spouse, it should be, that's who they should be, your safe haven. I should be able to, 
man, if I'm having a tough day, she, she the first person I tell. Right. Even even as we were laughing at some of these binds, it was like, oh, girl, you didn't want me to tell nobody. You definitely I'm definitely telling my man. <laughs> I know you thought it was a secret, but, but that secret he's included. You know, the, I, there's another post. I think that says nobody gossips more than a husband or wife at nighttime before bed. Like, boy, let me tell you. That's true. <laughs> man, you wouldn't believe and it's just because that's our it's that's our safe space. haven. It's that's our. Safe space. I know she ain't gonna. If I tell her, don't tell nobody. She ain't gonna tell nobody. If she tell me not to tell nobody. I ain't gonna tell nobody. Who else we gonna tell? I I think this was a this was a good topic. This was a good uh, uh, conversation because we have to to pay attention to the signs. Our bodies are telling us things all the time. Yes. We and and I don't. What I don't want people to think is when we talk about purity and stuff and why it's important. We're not saying that sex is not important. We're not saying that your natural desires to have sex are bad as a single person. Your sexual desires are normal. However, they need to be acted on in a safe place. And a safe place would be a marriage (laughs) because you're creating a bond with someone for life. If you're not doing that, you're setting yourself up for a really big heartbreak. What are you, you're not even paying attention. Oh my God, get off your phone. I'm trying to think. I can't think when you look in that stuff that look like that. It said, I don't care how hungry I am. I'm not eating these turtle bag fries. <laughs> Give me your phone. You're canceled. You're canceled. I'm what sorry. I was saying was we need sex. That's the end. Sex is good. Okay. You just got to have it in the right spaces and you got to have it right. You can't just be out here raw dogging it. <laughs> oh. You can't just be out here, you know. Dry humping. You, you gotta, you gotta have, you gotta. <laughs> no hand movements while you're talking I about know. sex. You have to, you have to build up the emotional connection that you have in order for you to have a good emotional, physical bond. This is a very powerful connection that you're having here. You need to be reinforcing the covenant mm-hmm. that you made well. at, from from the very beginning at the, on your wedding from day, day one. from day one, you made a covenant. You have to continue to reinforce that covenant by taking communion with your spouse. Amen. And by communion, I mean. They know what you mean. Throw it back. They know what you, they know, they know what you mean. I just, I just hope that you guys are blessed um, and that you guys have <clears throat> amazing sex lives with your spouses. Um, that you guys, you know, learn how to be in tune with one another. You guys sync up your oxytocin Go on levels. dates. Your oxytocin. Yes. I had a list be of Be intentional things. about dates. I had a list of things. Buy her some flowers. Even if she don't like them, eventually, like Vicky don't even like flowers. I bought some flowers home, some cookies and little, some sparkling champagne. I don't even like flowers and, she and I was, was like, so impressed. Oh my God. I don't even like flowers. She, she only liked that stuff. I don't. But it's the thought. It was the thought. It's the intention. It's the thing behind the thing. Intentionality is key. Make sure you both are having that oxytocin built up by hugging, kissing, touching, spending time together, dating, making an effort, meeting each other's emotional needs, with love languages, security, trust, and respect. Men are visual. Look good. Look good sometimes. Put some cute clothes on. Look good often. Often. He don't want to see you in your work clothes all the time. You don't want to see your pajamas with your bonnet on all the he time. He definitely don't want to see that bonnet. I mean, sometimes we got to wear the bonnet. But. I'm just saying, like, all the time. 
Not all the Especially time. Especially now, if y'all working from home, listen. Do yourself up. Listen, one day just come home and just get your hair done. Get your have, hair have done. Have it done. Get a little wash and go. It could be, be something cute like this. Like, Vicky, you know, this morning, I ain't, I'm not trying to, you know what I'm saying? But no, she, I looked rough. You know, she, she, you know, she wasn't at her best. And, you know, typically we have shoot days, and today would have been a shoot day. And then she was like, yeah, my, you know what I'm saying? My junk ain't done and stuff. So I'm like, you know what? Then I came home, and I was like, okay. You pulled it together. Okay, I'll see you. With my puff. And, I mean, that's, it's just, it's the little Men things. Men are visual. It's the little you things. You want to rock his world? Put on something cute. It's the little things. Put on something real you tight. Know? You know what I'm saying? Do something for It could be some Lululemon leggings. I mean, the TikTok leggings she cooking, really did She cooking uh, breakfast. In them leggings. You know? Listen. I'm like, hold on now. You got to know what your man likes. What's going on here? <laughs> you got to know what your man likes. This conversation is about to take another turn. Listen, this podcast was brought to you by none other than cam and victoria's slogan uh we thank you for your time her name is not victorious but i said victorious because oftentimes people get confused that her name is victorious but no that's just her instagram name so once again uh you can check us out on instagram facebook apple music spotify apple podcast <laughs> apple music no apple podcast yes but spotify <laughs> patreon anchor and everywhere else you listen to podcasts once again I'm your host, Cameron Logan, with my lovely wife, also host, Victoria Logan. And we will see you again next time on Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) We done. We out. Love y'all. Bye.